So before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know, I kept saying electron diagram instead of orbital diagram. And I don't know why that is, but it happened. So know that any time in this episode that I say electron diagram, I mean orbital diagram. All right, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Creative Chemistry with Cosine, a podcast designed to help chemistry teachers break chemistry down step-by-step while using illustration to make your lessons more memorable and easier for students to learn. Let's get started. So y'all, before I had Cosine Creative, I did a lot of after-school tutoring. And the one thing that seemed to always come up when I was tutoring students was that they did not understand how an orbital and then a diagram of an orbital subshell and electron configuration is really all the same thing. So I want to talk to you about a diagram that I like to use with students to make this clear that we can talk about the same thing in different ways and it's the same thing because a lot of times students get so confused in this section of chemistry that their mind is just blown and they don't know what to do so a lot of people teach quantum numbers in October so we're gonna give this a shot the first thing is I want to explain to you that I color code quantum numbers so s is blue like a light blue not my typical blue Then I use purple or like a lavender color for P. D is pink. And then F is orange. So I'll I'll link to something that will help you with this in the show notes if you would like to maintain that color coding scheme. That's also in my doodle notes and several things. You can find this color coding scheme. There's also a blog post. I'll link to that as well. But I, I like to color code just to separate out the ideas. And it really ties things together in this lesson. So let's talk about the S orbital. When I'm drawing this out and explaining to students that I'm going to talk about the same thing in three different ways, I'm going to draw it for them. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to draw a single S orbital for you. And I just draw a circle on the board, color it in, it's blue. Then right below that, I draw an electron diagram for them. And so it's just a square. And I explain to them this is technically an orbital and a subshell. So it's the whole subshell, but in that subshell, there's only one orbital. So this is the only place I find students find that confusing. And then right below that, I'll draw an electron configuration S orbital, and I I just pick one. You know, you could do 1S2, you could do 2S2, you could do 4S2, really doesn't matter, you can do any of those. You can say, y'all, this is the same thing. All this right here is, is all talking about the same thing. And that helps with some of the test taking because they they get confused and don't realize that we're just talking about where this electron is. And that's really all we're talking about. We're just describing it and writing it down in different ways. So then after you do the S orbital subshell, I move on and we'll do, we draw a P orbital. It's purple. And so I'll draw a single P orbital or you could say um, you could draw a p subshell and that would be instead of one dumbbell that would be three dumbbells and you could explain that to students it just depends on what you're trying to get across to them 
Then right under that, I, I like to draw like the whole subshell because then right under that, you're going to say, all right, y'all, this electron diagram is a P subshell. So you would draw one square right next to another square, right next to another square. And you would say, okay, these, each one of these represents an orbital. Then below that, you would say, here's what the electron configuration P orbital would look like. You could do like 3P6 or 4P6. It, it doesn't matter. You know, we're just, we're just showing students that it all ties together. And it's this, it's just a different represent, a way to represent it. Next, you would go to D, D orbital. It's pink. And you would draw the D, a single D orbital, or you could draw like the whole thing. Like I said, it doesn't matter. And then electron diagram D subshell. So you draw all five of the square boxes side by side by side by side. And then you would say, okay, one of these is a D orbital, but the whole thing is a D subshell. And then electron configuration D orbital, it would be like 4010. So all you're doing is just representing it different ways and say these are the same things. And what I have my students do is I'm, I'm drawing this and writing this and I want them to draw and write it and color code it. And it's, it's a, it makes a very interesting visual for something that's really, really abstract and hard to grasp. Then the last one is an F orbital. So, you know, tell them that there's a little bit of creative license with this. And so we don't go over this too much, but you would draw the orbital or subshell the best you can. Uh, it's usually kind of like two four-leaf clovers put together. And then you draw the electron diagram F subshell. So that's going to be seven of those little square boxes butted up against each other. So you'll have seven boxes in a row. And you would say electron configuration for this subshell would be 4F14. And so that's really all you're going to do. And, and you're just tying this together for students. It's just informational. You know, you could you could write it up, give it to them in a handout. It, it's up to you. I'll link to a blog post in the show notes that helps with this. Uh, and so you can use this and kind of copy it. Or you can use the illustrations and uh, show your students, like put it up on your board. However you want to do it. But I find this really helps students not get confused and bogged down in information overload. When you say, we're just showing the representation three different ways, but it's talking about the same thing. So one's just an electron configuration version, one's a subshell version, and one is like the 3D representation of the subshell, or you could say orbital depending on how you drew that out. So I hope that helps. I hope that makes more sense to you and your students and gave you a fun idea, a little bit of inspiration on how to do this a little less dry because quantum numbers can be one of the most dry and boring things that you will find in your chemistry class. Give this a try and let me know how it goes. So are we pen pals yet? I'd love to know that I'm not just trying to educate the closet. So sign up for my free product line sampler so I can send you a personal message and get you the freebie. Talk to you Monday. Monday.